It's Calgary's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, this is Mario Taniguzzi coming to you today with Calgary's Podcast, a member of Canada's Podcast Network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen in Calgary, Alberta, so you can listen, discover, and engage. Today's guest is Lorenzo DeChico, who is Chief Executive Officer of Game Changer. Welcome to the show, Lorenzo. Thanks for taking the time to be here for our listeners. Hey, thanks very much, Mario. It's great to be here, and I'm looking forward to our conversation today. Tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, you know what Game Changer is and how it started. Sure. So my name is Lorenzo DeChico. I'm the Chief Executive Officer of Game Changer. And Game Changer essentially is a sales mastery, uh, executive coaching, executive leadership um, organization that exists to help organizations um, with development of sales professionals, development of leaders, uh, coaches, and really aimed at helping companies figure out better ways to drive revenue, increase their funnel, and have an overall better experience in terms of developing people. How and why did you get uh, this up and running? Yeah, so after 21 years as a senior executive at uh, one of Canada's largest telecommunications companies, uh, I noticed a, a really important need, uh, particularly in the sales arena, where uh, organizations were looking to increase their funnel, be more relevant to their client base, um, have deeper contact uh, relationships with customers. And there was a huge need. A lot of the organizations that exist today in this field are fantastic, but many of the people that are delivering the training deliver it based on theory. And in, in many cases, haven't been in a boardroom themselves for 20 years or more. So I felt that there was a need for relevance and, uh, you know, the, the Game Changer process brings specific, relevant, credible team members that have been in the boardroom as recently as, you know, 30 days ago. So I'm curious, the name, where did that come from and the significance of that? Yeah, cool. So I've got a, a steep history in, in sport. Um, you know, I love the game of soccer. I've been very active uh, as a coach and a player. And, you know, one of the things that I always admired was when people referred to a player as a game changer. Wow, that person's a game changer. They did something different with the ball or... And I just felt that Game Changer was relevant in business. You know, I think these organizations were looking for someone to come in and make a material impact on their strategy. And when you do that, you're called a Game Changer. So I just felt it was uh, relevant. Okay, let's talk a little bit about Calgary itself and uh, doing business here. What, first of all, what are the benefits of, of being an entrepreneur or a business owner in Calgary? Yeah, I think, you know, one of the most significant benefits is the fact that the culture of Alberta and Calgary specifically is that we are open for business. I think there's an excitement. I think there's a desire to win. There's a desire to compete. And there's a desire to serve as the benchmark for excellence in Canada. So, you know, a significant benefit is you've got a healthy community. You've got people that are really pro-business. And when you're in a pro-business environment, you know, it's, it's hard not to be successful. What about the challenges of doing business here? Yeah, I mean, challenges, particularly recently over the last 18, 24 months, we've seen, you know, more than 150,000 jobs lost in the uh, province of Alberta, uh, many of those here in Calgary. Uh, the dependency on oil and gas and energy, I think, has had a big impact. So you're seeing companies be cautious. You're seeing organizations dramatically make cuts and look to reorganize, retool, do less with more or more with less. And I think, you know, that's a huge challenge because when people are cautious uh, in an entrepreneurial uh, organization or uh, entrepreneurial province, when people start getting cautious, that's that's not a natural you know fit. So I think that's that's been a little challenging. Okay, now some of the best ideas we have sort of come out of nowhere. 
Absolutely. Is there anything that you do or any places that you go to uh, to get inspired and uh, and where ideas seem to flow freely? Yeah, for sure. You know, I was given this advice quite a while ago in my career and it served me really well. It's um, the importance of taking time to breathe, you know, step out of the environment, uh, get out of the business so you can actually work on the business. Um, so for me, I look for opportunities where I can breathe, get away from the office, change perspective. Um, I do two things that are important to me. You know, I'm a, an avid musician, so I love to play. I play guitar. That's always a creative outlet that helps me get outside of the office and just sort of change the way my mind is working. Mm-hmm. And then back to the soccer reference, um, you know, I'm a proud uh, coach for uh, U15 uh, girls uh, here in the, the city of Calgary for Foothill Soccer Club. And getting out there with the kids, kicking the ball around, listening to them laugh and have a good time. That's a really nice departure from, you know, the tyranny of business sometimes. Okay, I'm curious. What do you play in guitar? Uh, what kind of music? Yeah, I, I love blues, and I, you know, I, uh, depending on who's listening, I uh, I'm an '80s rock fanatic. Okay, so I love the big guitar, the hair bands. I think it's a lot of fun. When you look at your uh, company and your business right now, what are you most excited about uh, with it? I think two things. I think you know the downturn that we talked about earlier provides a really unique opportunity because organizations are looking inward to figure out how they can be more effective. So when you've got a marketplace that's interested in looking introspectively to say, listen, what do we have to change? That's a great opportunity when you're a change agent as a company. So I think that's number one. And number two, you know, I'm thrilled at the response. We launched Game Changer really only three months ago. And we've had a number of uh, very important CEOs and business leaders reach out to us to say, listen, I want to learn more. So there's a huge funnel and there's a huge demand. So I'm really excited at really tackling it hard now and figuring out how we can help. And what's your vision uh, for the future for Game Changer? Yeah, my vision is to become a household name brand uh, in terms of executive coaching, leadership and mentorship field of work. You know, it's a $120 billion industry a year in North America. And there's some uh, organizations that do it very well and they're very well known. If I said to you, you know, Anthony Robbins is coming to town, everybody knows that name. I would like Game Changer to be synonymous with the heavyweights of industry from 20 and 30 years ago. I'd like Game Changer to replace the name Zig Ziglar or Tony Robbins uh, with respect to those phenomenal leaders. Knowing what you know now, what would you do differently uh, when you had first set up the company? Yeah, you know what? I think I would have prepared myself uh, for the requirement of patience. Um, You know, by nature, I'm an urgent uh, person, an urgent player, and I like things to happen quickly. And when you're dealing with Fortune 500s, with competing priorities, with our specific importance of getting to the person that cares most about the business, that takes time. And I don't think I fully appreciated the amount of time uh, it took to get to the right people, to have the right conversation and move the uh, needle forward. Okay. Now, as as an entrepreneur, as I said, uh, you've probably uh, received a lot of advice over the years. What's the best piece of advice for being an entrepreneur that you've ever received? Yeah, I think, um, you know, don't put a timeline on goals and objectives. And I know that sounds counterintuitive because anyone in corporate business, so what are you talking about? We're, you know, we work daily, weekly, monthly, quarterly, we have fiscal responsibility. So I'm not suggesting you don't have goals and objectives. What I'm suggesting as it relates to your career or launching a business as an entrepreneur is, you know, I think if you say, okay, we have to have all of these things in place by December, you're setting yourself up to fail because there's a million things that could go wrong. So give yourself permission to have a fluid plan, be prepared to change it. And have the, uh, I would say, have the emotional intelligence to recognize when things are going sideways, quickly make a stop, re-vector, re-plan, and, uh, you know, don't be afraid to give yourself permission to take a little bit more time than you thought. Okay, I'm going to switch gears here and ask you a few personal type questions. Uh, 
Everybody these days has a quote-unquote bucket list. What sits atop your bucket list these days? Yeah, do you know, I think, you know, it's a couple of things. Uh, thing number one is uh, I'd like to find uh, a place, whether it's, we just recently got back from Shushwap Lake in BC, which is outstanding. Whether it's there, whether it's a little small place in Rome, I'd like to have a getaway. You know, I would like on my bucket list for us, uh, my family and I, to find a getaway that we can go to. We know it's there. It's in the family. And uh, it's our, you know, fortress of solitude, uh, you know, that we can just go and recharge and energize and know that it's always there. When you look at your career, uh, it's sort of looking back. If you weren't doing what you're doing now, any thoughts or ideas of uh, what type of career you might have uh, embarked on? Yeah, for sure. Uh, you know, um, as a as a Canadian kid growing up with Italian heritage, uh, my passion and desire was always soccer. So, you know, if I could turn back time and try something different, I would love to have an attempt uh, at a professional soccer career, either as a player or as a coach. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I had a brief stint as one of the founding members of the Calvary uh, soccer team here in Calgary, which is a part of the Canadian Premier League, which has been a fantastic endeavor. So I had a nice taste of that. However, I'm talking on a much grander scale, you know, doing it somewhere in Europe or South America, I think would be amazing. So you never know, Mario, it's not over yet. We might give that a go. <laughs> That's true. My, my dream was always to, uh, to uh, cover as a journalist, uh, a World Cup event. So fantastic. <laughs> yes, we go together. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, are you, uh, what are you reading currently in terms of books? Yeah, do you know what? Um, right now, I, I try my best to um, not commit to any one book. I've never been a reader other than outside of university where you're you know, committed to read course curriculum. But um, for me, I look for short snippets of inspirational uh, material. So I use um, you know, everything from podcasts to LinkedIn to just interesting social media feeds that you know, give me insights into what are people interested in right now? What are some of the problems that are going on in the marketplace? And you know, what are the themes around Gen Z and millennial? you know, I think I need to keep an eye on. Okay. If you had one word to describe yourself, what would it be and why? Yeah, I love this question um, because you immediately pick four or five words. Yeah. And I say, well, that wasn't the question. The question was one word. So after giving it some thought, I think authentic um, is the word that I'd like to be best remembered and known for. Um, you know, I work very hard and you know this yourself with our Italian heritage, that it was always about being a man of your word. Um, you know, making sure that people would look to you as if you made a commitment, it was good as gold. So I work very hard at being authentic. What you get is what you see. And, uh, you know, I tell this to my children as well, my three daughters, that uh, never make a promise that you can't deliver on. And, uh, you know, go out of your way to be honest, tell the truth, be open. And if you can do something great, do it perfectly or do it as well as you can. And if you can't do something, then be upfront and honest as well. Now, you mentioned Schuschwab and you mentioned Rome. Just wondering if you have a favorite place that you'd like to go to and visit. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it's got to be Rome. Um, you know, we've spent a lot of time there. My family is from Bari, which is southern Italy, but we spent a lot of time in Rome. I love the hustle and bustle of the city. I love the uh, history, obviously, the fashion, the culture, the food, the people, some of the best people watching on the planet. And most importantly, I think, you know, Italians in particular they really spend their time on enjoying life. So people say in North America, you know, we live to work. Um, in Italy, I think they work to live. So they do just enough so they can go and enjoy themselves. And I think we could all learn a lesson from that. And that's why uh, on the bucket list, there's, that's probably the place we'll end up. Okay. Now we're all creatures of habit. Uh, do you have a daily routine that you follow almost religiously? Yeah. Do you know what? Um, since the dawn of time, I'm an early riser. So 5.30, 6am every morning I'm up regardless of what, what's on the agenda. It drives my wife crazy because she'd like to <laughs> sleep in on the weekends, but I'm, uh, I'm up 
I, I will typically go immediately to uh, work. I want to see what's going on in the news, what's happening, you know, globally. Um, is there any significant material change in the business community, in the world, politically, financially, religiously, just so I get a beat on, you know, what's happening on the planet. Uh, then I get into business work. What's going on with, you know, email? What are the follow-up action items? Um, then I'll look at planning out the day. Uh, and then from there, I'll, uh, if I can, I usually hit the gym, uh, do a little bit of physical activity, sometimes 15 minutes, sometimes 45. Then I'll have breakfast. Then I'll see what the family's up to, wake everybody up and get them ready for, you know, summertime's been great, but get them ready for school or work or whatever. Okay. I'm going to present you uh, with a different scenario here. And um, just imagine a, uh, a small, beautiful tropical island in the middle of the ocean with only one phone booth and no internet. We're going to drop you off there with no technology at all. Anytime you can use the phone booth on the island to call the boat to come pick you up. With that in mind, how long do you think you'd last before making that phone call? And what do you think you'd be doing on that island? Yeah, I love this question. So if you'd asked me, Mario, uh, one year ago, I would have said uh, about 15 minutes to an hour. <laughs> and I'd be going crazy. Get me back to technology. Get me back to work. But, you know, now that I've had the benefit of um, being outside of Fortune 500 life, and very focused on entrepreneurship, I would very comfortably spend 30 to 45 days on that island. Wow. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Uh, and, I'll, and I'll tell you what I would be doing because I've learned that, you know, there's, there's a difference between relevant urgency and just urgency. So when you're caught up in the Fortune 500 world, you think everything has to happen within 30 seconds. If you don't respond to an email or make a call, there's a problem. What I've learned is I think 45 days, how I would spend that time is I would, as I have done actually, just not on a desert island, unfortunately, um, get really thoughtful about the strategy for the business. Get thoughtful about your value proposition. Get thoughtful about the problems that you're trying to solve as a result of you know the organization and why you exist. I would uh, spend a lot of time focusing on you know the commitments as a father. What are the things that I need to do for my kids over the next three and five years, and how can I make sure I keep focused on that? I would do the same as a husband. What do I need to do to ensure that I'm being the very best partner and best friend that I can be? And then internally look at my own personal plan. Um, I would love to run the beach. I would love to swim in the ocean. I would love to figure out how to, you know, make a fire, how to forge for food. I think that would be phenomenal. I love that show with Tom Hanks when he's stranded on the island. So I think I say 30 to 45 days. In reality, it might only be two weeks, but I think it would be a very cool experiment. Wow, that's interesting. Is there anything you'd like to add before you leave us today, Lorenzo? Yeah, two things. I think number one, I'd just like to say thank you for the opportunity. Any chance, you know, I get to talk about Game Changer to share my thoughts on, you know, the business world or leadership or, um, you know, just the art of inspiration, I'm, I'm very grateful. And the second thing would be an open challenge to CEOs, business leaders and entrepreneurs in Canada to say, you know, be brave. I'm running into loads of organizations that I've, I've routinely admired um, over the years. And I'm scratching my head at some of the decisions they're making around downsizing, around putting, you know, perhaps not the right people in the right places at the right time. And I say that politically. I say that in Fortune 500. I say that in entrepreneurs. I think as Canadians, we have earned the right uh, to be proud. I think we've earned the right to be brave. And I think we have a tremendous amount to offer. And I hate to see people leaving Alberta for other job opportunities. I think we can make a go here. And I would challenge leaders and organizations to be brave and to look at you know, how can we make the most impact possible in Calgary? And to the extent Game Changer can help, please give us a call. Okay, thanks for joining us today, Lorenzo. Thank you, really appreciate it. Hey there, thanks for taking the time today to listen to Calgary's podcast on Canada's podcast network. We hope you enjoyed the show today. 
Make sure you sign up for our newsletters and write a review for us on iTunes and then connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn at Canada's Podcast. You can also check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. See you next time.